0: Pete Wilkins joining me here now to discuss this uh, Connacht selection before they travel to Limerick tomorrow to Thulman Park for the Rainbow Cup game. Uh, Pete, how are you?
1: I'm well, thanks, William. Good to speak to you. Um,
0: interesting side, you've selected um, a very strong bench, which we'll talk about in a little while. A lot of players with a lot of caps on that bench. Um, but give me your thoughts about the selection and what what, what you need to do after what was a disappointing uh, performance against Leinster last Saturday.
1: Yeah, it was disappointing and I mean regardless of that Leinster result we wanted to go strong uh for this Munster game we see it as a you know obviously a terrific challenge as usual but a really good opportunity for us. So it's not about rotation or um you know rewarding guys who you know stuck around patiently for the year it's about picking what we think is the best possible team to to win the game with the preparation we've had and with the type of game we want to play. So as you said it is a strong bench but at the same time, it's not it, it's not sort of uh, backloaded in that sense on purpose. It, it's actually that some of those guys in the starting lineup have genuinely put their hands up. Someone like Dominic Robertson McCoy, um, he's been really impressive off the bench, allied with his training form, and, and we think he genuinely deserves the start. So the knock-on effect is you know you have Finley Finlay coming off the bench, which which obviously makes the bench look strong, and, and it is indeed with Finley there. But um, but you know Dom's there on merit, and I, I guess a lot of those selections or. Or changes in the team have been based on on that mindset.
0: You've also got a, a new captain in in Tom Daly, who's been almost an ever present for Connacht this season, um, and has been playing very well. Has had come to the attention of Ireland. Uh, we were hearing during the week, so um, it's a big game for him. And um, he's been a, he's been a stalwart all season, hasn't he?
1: He has been. No, Tom's Tom's been fantastic for us. And, I mean, unbelievable, really, when you think of, you know, not just the form, the good form that he's maintained across all of these back-to-back games, um, particularly, you know, with a track record of maybe not having those long sequence of games, um, you know, with his previous club. So not just the good form that he's shown consistently, but the the physical and mental resilience just to keep backing up and keep himself fit and fresh. And, you know, I don't think he's missed a training session for us that I can remember, and, and that includes... You know our Monday sessions when we're turning around after a, a big game on the weekend where you might have to deload a few tired bodies or, or guys with bumps and bruises. So you know, Tom's just kept fronting up and, and he's consistently delivered and, and there's a real balance about him um, I think as a, as a personality in terms of being very level headed and, and that's where the captaincy will, will suit him really well, but also in terms of how he plays the game, all, all the bits of of his own game from his running game, uh, be that game line, be that distributing uh, his kicking game. Uh, which continues to develop, and obviously his defence as well. He, he's just got a terrific balance across those areas, and um, you know, he's someone that you, you can genuinely rely on as, uh, as a bloke and, and also as a player as well.
0: And he's got Sean O'Brien outside him, who's um, been doing very well, and they seem to have set up a really, really good partnership.
1: Yeah, they have. I, I think it's been terrific for Sean. Obviously, you know, with this this run of opportunities that he's had at this stage of his career, brilliant to have someone like Tom for all those qualities I've just talked about. Have someone like Tom alongside him, and um, you know, Sean's not the the loudest character, but he communicates efficiently on the field and communicates well enough. So, you know, with that balance alongside Tom's organisation skills, um, they've been a pretty good pairing, to be honest. And uh, you know, again, similarly to Tom, to uh, Sean's resilience, to to play these games back-to-back for us when we've been a little bit thin on the ground in, in that position of centre. Um, it's been a godsend for us, really. And, you know, again, you know, Sammy Arnold's back and fit and, um, you know, he's been back into integrated in training over the last few weeks, but, but Sean keeps that spot in the centre on merit. And, um, you know, it's really important to emphasise that, I suppose. We're desperate to get Sammy in the team for the qualities that he brings, but, um, but equally, you know, Sean gets to keep that 13 jersey, which I think is important for him as well.
0: Cian Prendergast going into the back row and uh, Abraham Papalihi with a start. Obviously, Jared, Jared Butler not available after the, the HIA uh, at the um, at the Leinster match. Um, it's interesting to see Prendergast there. You, you feel in Connacht that he can play second row and back row?
1: Yeah, he can. He's got that versatility. Um, and um, he, he brings an abrasiveness. And I've said this before, but he, he brings a real commitment and abrasiveness to it to all of the contact areas of his game, which for someone of his inexperience with respect, someone of his age, um, it, it really stands out. And um, he, he's got this really nice edge about him, uh, even in training sessions where he's not afraid to challenge the more established players. He's not afraid to take them on physically, but it, it doesn't ever cross that line into sort of disrespect or distraction. I think he's someone that goes full throttle at it and, and still is, is, happy to live on the edge, but knows where the boundary is. So you know, his presence and his sort of growing uh, confidence, I suppose, around that, that training realm um, has, has added to our sessions and it's challenged some of those more established forwards. So, again, you know, we're really excited about him moving forwards and with the back row, it's always that balance of, of when's the right time and, and who are the right personnel to put alongside someone like Keane when you give him a shot. Um, and, and we think we've got that balance. As you said, JV's not there. You know, Paul Ball's had his knee injury, which, which rules him out for a couple of weeks. So, in many ways, it's, it's nice timing for Keane, and he, he gets the front up there alongside, you know, Connor Oliver, who'll bring that, that real dynamism and I suppose dog about our contact work and our energy levels. And then Abraham, we all know about in terms of the, the power of his carrying game. So, I think it's quite an exciting back row, and, and is a really good opposition for them to test themselves up against.
0: Looking at the bench, um, Dave Heffernan, Dennis Buckley, Finlay Balam, Owen Masterson, Caelan Blade, Jack Carty, You've got six players on there, all of whom have more than a hundred caps. Some of them, in Dennis Buckley's case, are nearly at two hundred. Owen, Ma- uh, sorry, Jack Carty is over a hundred and fifty. There's there's real experience there. That's that's the old heads, isn't it?
1: It is. We we actually you know had a, a wry smile to ourselves at, at captain's run. Um, you know, when we rolled on the reserves to to get their reps, and you see some of those names, you know, coming off the coming off the bench, and um, no, it's it's nice to be going to a game with that level of experience um, and power. To be honest, in, in terms of what they'll bring, uh, you know, particularly around that forward pack. So, uh, no, it's exciting for us to be going to a game where we know, you know, our last trip to Thurman Park, um, you know, we were in the game till till very much. Yeah, you know, the last few minutes and um, and we felt we always had a chance to win it. And that ability to finish strong, um, and whether that's to bring on guys to freshen up your decision making and your game management, or whether that's guys to come on and bring some a fresh burst of power and, and keep that momentum, keep that, that foot on the throat, I suppose, will be really important this week. Um, you know, certainly looking you know, at that that Munster lineup, they um, you know, they have some some pretty good depth there on the bench as well. So it'll be really interesting to see how the two teams go about their work but um but, but I'd say it'll uh, you know it's, it's a game that will go right down to the wire
0: talking about going about their work uh was there a sense on monday when you reviewed that uh leinster game that uh, a sense maybe of disappointment about about that performance and the in this rather odd competition that the rainbow cup is and we still don't know how it's going to end Connacht really need to, you know, get back to where they were against Ulster. They, these peaks and troughs are a bit frustrating.
1: Yeah, they are frustrating. I mean, they're not without context, which doesn't make them any more bearable, any more excusable. But, um, you know, they are frustrating. And uh, it's crucial for us. We get the win this week. You know, we beat Munster. And if Leinster get the result that they'll be after against Ulster, then all of a sudden, all, you know, we've all won two games. And, and it's a fairly balanced um Balanced outcome from certainly the interpro side of the Rainbow Cup. But um, as you said, that led to performance. It, it was unbelievably disappointing. Um, you know, as I said, I think there's a context to it. They're up against a, a pretty good team who have spent the entire week of preparation in their quarantine hotel up in Dublin, uh, training whilst they listened to the outside world telling them that they're not physical enough. Um, so I think, uh, you know, if you're ever going to meet them on a day that they were primed to deliver a performance, that was probably it. I think the frustration for us is that we obviously started the game well Um, for that first 15 minutes in terms of controlling field position, but obviously then getting the reward with points. Um, But for the game to swing so dramatically is is something we had to look closely at. Um, And it's interesting when you compare that to our last game away in Munster. um, You know, I think our Leinster performance can be a little bit misleading. You know, you can feel like we're on fire for 15, 20 minutes and then the game turned on its head but actually that that first 15-20 minutes we'd had a fair amount of possession we hadn't really been tested defensively at that point we hadn't been tested in terms of our set piece and we hadn't been tested in terms of our our kicking game and exit strategy so compare that to when we went away to Munster um, you know very early on that game at Thurman Park we were in our 22 defending we had to withstand some pretty physical waves of Munster attack we turned the ball over Uh, we had some set piece we had some more defense we had a couple of exit plays it was you know, every element of our game was tested on that day at Munster, and and because we responded so positively, you knew that you know we were going to be in the fight that day, right right to the final whistle. You know, that Leinster game probably in terms of the flow of it, it was a bit of a full storm in terms of thinking. You know, we obviously started well, but but at that point, I'd say Leinster hadn't really got going, and you know, if anything, it added added sort of more fuel to their fire. So, you know, very disappointing. And probably the biggest lesson that came out of it was was that when momentum does start to turn against you in games, as it will do against some of these these better teams, um, you, know, you turn it back in your favour by by doing the little things really well, by cleaning breakdowns, by arriving early, by getting yourself an extra half a metre in the contact. Um, it's not by looking for a big moment, for a, a huge turning point that, that gives you the intercept and, and puts seven points on the scoreboard. You've got to build it in increments. And, you know, I think for all the technical piece pieces that we looked at out of that Leinster game um, you know the most important message was that you've got to get back to the little jobs and doing the little jobs really well and actually with that you'll build pressure and you'll turn momentum and you get yourself back in a game so you know no better opposition and no better venue to, to test that out this week